This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Book Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, everybody. You are listening to, watching the Blue Monday podcast now in our fifth season, bringing you all the news and wonderful happenings with regards to the great Ipswich Town Football Club. And I'm here with the great David Diamond um, for a hastily convened podcast. Um, Dave, I thought it was important that, um, especially someone with your kind of knowledge on this, that we as a podcast do something to just pay tribute to um, the passing very recently of Philip Hope Cobbold. Yeah, no, thanks. It's good. And, you know, you mentioned it and I thought, yeah, we should we should do it and perhaps, you know, just touch a little bit on, which I don't think we'd ever really covered before, the the Cobbold dynasty and what it really means to the, um, you know, what it means to the club, the whole Absolutely. family. So, um, Philip Hope Cobbold died um, this past week. Um, so, Dave will be um, paying tribute in just a sec. But, Dave, because I'm sure people will be interested in your views, um, would you like to talk, A, about uh, Luke Wolfenden signing a contract extension, a rather large one as well, and or the um, arrivals of the new Ipswich Sound Kits, which was excellently covered by Craig, Joe and Richard on the show. You want yeah, to cover either of those? Yeah. Yeah. So would I what, sorry? Did you want to cover either of those quickly? I will. Sorry, I said, would I, would I buy either of those? <laughs> um, um, yeah, I, I mean, I think that, um, that, I mean, let's go, I mean, Luke Wolfenden, yeah, good for the club. I mean, I think, it's, I mean, it is a bumper. It's like four years, isn't it? Four-year contract. With the option, so, yeah. so, look, being totally cynical, um, the club are protecting an asset there, aren't they? The club are protecting an asset, which is good to see, because they, they often haven't, haven't done that um him and or you know the other perhaps let's say jewel in the crown at the moment being flynn downs obviously um whether we will see both or either of them in a shirt next season whenever that is um i'm not 
completely sure. But look, from my point of view, call it cynical, but I think it's good. The club have got, you know, obviously a very promising young player. Now, not obviously not the finished article by any means, but at least they're protecting the asset. And yeah, let's see if if they sell, then hopefully we've given that length of contract. At least we should get some sort of realistic fee for him, Ben, whatever that might be. Although realistic fees for centre half, I did see. Let's put on a slightly different ben perspective. Ben Godfrey, 50 you probably million. know where I'm going with this. <laughs> fifty million pounds for Ben Godfrey being touted around. So look, you know, um, any anything anything could happen. No, in town, we'll sell him for half a million. But um, yeah, it's um, no good to see. Um, as far as the kit, interesting. Yeah. Um, I quite like the away kit. It's quite sort of different. Whether I'd buy it wear it myself at my age, probably wouldn't. But um, yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of like it. And it's well, was I, I haven't read that much about it. It's sort of like was it biodegradable or something? Isn't it? What is it? Was it? Was it something? I think I, I think it's very woke, isn't it? <laughs> woke, <laughs> woke. Um, so yeah, my so this shows my so my youngest son, son who's twenty one, twenty two, very rarely buys. But 22, very. I should know his age. Very rarely buys kits. I think mean, he still he still wears the blue 2014-15 shirt, which is his favourite ever shirt. So that's the only season <laughs> partial success he's ever seen and probably ever likely to see. But anyway, he hangs on to that. But even he said he he likes that and might well um you know might well consider buying that one. Home shirt I like. Yeah, quite traditional. Yeah, like that. Uh, a throwback um, and a celebration of the um of the of the great team that I. Uh, you and Statman so well chronicled wow. um, uh, that you can find, long find in the archives. Um, just where, long... where do you stand quickly, Dave, on where is the line in um, celebrating your history but not dwelling in it where, where, uh, in regards to this shirt? Where is I mean, I don't know. So, look, for me, I'd leave, you know, they've got the three stars. I've had the three stars under the badge. Good to see the good to see the badges, the the more traditional yes, badge, yellow one. Yeah. I'm all I'm all I'm all up for that. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd basically for me, I'd leave it. They've got the three stars there, which is obviously the championship, the FA Cup, the UEFA Cup. The three stars that actually mean something. So, I'm I'm quite I'm quite comfortable with that. I'd simply leave it at that. And in this bizarre season, Dave, I'd just like to tell you that in the League One playoff final, we're recording on. Monday evening, it's 8.47 and Oxford have just equalised. Oh. Um, look at what you could have won. Um, look, at, look at what you could have won. I mean, I, I haven't said, I saw, a, I saw a little bit of it earlier. I think Wickham's goal was an own goal. But more importantly, I think you, you asked the question, what was, um, what was Gareth Ainsworth, what was his attire <laughs> this evening? <laughs> I mean, I think, I think my lads, my lads, lovely. my lads was hoping he'd come out in some sort of white Elvis Presley jumpsuit or something <laughs> like that. But, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what he's. I mean, what he's his 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 kit. His get up for the um for the semi final sort of biker jacket, wasn't it? Yeah, is he wearing a suit? Has he got a suit on tonight? The, Tell me, he's blue not. jeans and that. I I don't know. I have To be honest, I I haven't watched. I haven't watched any. Well, of it, I mean, but... mate, if 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 that if if he gets them, what? Well, I oh, just lost for words. If he gets them up, unbelievable, incredible. What, what a job! That? I don't know what the hell odds were they at the start of the season, but. Long, Long um, lengthy. There you go, Dave. Just quickly, um, does the um, uh, talking cause and effect here? Does the Wolfenden contract news make it more likely now that we won't see Flynn Downs again? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'd say so. Leave I right look, as I said before, I'd be pleasantly surprised if we see if we see both of them. I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, Downs, what's Downs? 21, is he now? 21, 22, 21. Um, 
yeah, it's such a good season. He he could play. He he could certainly be comfortable at championship level after the after the season he had last season. I'd have thought he could make that step up. Yeah, good player. Okay, um, so let's um, let's talk about Philip Hope Cobbold then, um, Dave, because I think you wanted to talk about him and the the, the family, particularly. Well, I think so. I think it's a we should what do, this really. passing now means for you know that vast swathe of history for the club. He was the last link. He was the last link to the club. Um, so he passed away. Um, passed away last week at not mega old seventy. Excuse me, seventy six, I think. Um, and it, it, it's the last real link of the Cobble family that goes back to the formation of the club in eighteen seventy eight. For goodness' sake, um, his um, he was a nephew of John and Patrick Cobble, the two which we will touch on a bit in a minute. The two legendary um, legendary chairman of the club, and the son of Captain Murray Cobble. I'm sorry, the sorry son. Um, grandson sorry of captain murray cobbold or ivan cobbold as it were who um who led the club into was chairman of the club um and led the club into the into the football league in 1930 sorry professional made the club professional in 1936 um and so where does this dynasty continue then dave well what will continue now yeah uh, well no in it did oh from then on yeah yeah. then on yeah well um so um Ivan Cobbold was um, was was like I said was chairman of the club um, when they first you know moved from amateur to professional. Tragically killed, he was in the um, um, in the uh, in the army and killed by a, a German V2 rocket, I think, in the Guards Chapel in London in 1944, I believe. Um, by this time, so John Cobbold, his son, I believe, was the youngest ever. Direct, he was director of a of Ipswich Town at the age of 21, for goodness sake. <laughs> uh, it's just just incredible. So obviously football um, football started again after the after the war regionally um, regionally after the war, um, and um, yeah, I mean that was quite interesting. The original how how they originally moved into the professional from amateur to professional. He was he's, he was great friends with um, one of the with Samuel Hill Wood that was the uh, Again, a similar dynasty to it to the Cobbles at Ipswich. They were the great Arsenal dynasty, who persuaded him that he, perhaps he should um, he should own a football club or will become chairman of the football club elite and you know and get them into the professional professional game, which he you know which he which he did. And I think even back then, right through to the cup final and beyond, the you know the links with the Cobbles and the Hillwoods at Arsenal was always always very close. How does that parlay into the Robson era and all that business, then, Dave? Well, it does, doesn't it? I mean, so John Cobbold becomes chairman in um, 1950, 1957, um, just a season or so after the appointment of, of obviously, of Sir Alf Ramsey, which, and then we all know, we all know what happened. Then Ipswich, Ipswich then win Division One. 1960-61 win division one and obviously win the um, you know win the championship at the first attempt in 61-61-62 um not a higher fire of managers as, as we'll see in a moment but um obviously then ramsey gets off at the england job he, he as robson years later um he really wants ramsey to stay but realizes you can't really stand in his way and the points that we touched on earlier jackie jackie milburn 
who un- <laughs> unfortunately the club a very under a pre-aging team had won the league in 1961-62 um very much downhill after that season culminating in 1963-64 where they concede like 120 goals and 10 at Fulham and 9 at Stoke and 6 at Liverpool I mean it's just just ridiculous um um and so Milburn, Milburn has to go. And I read it in the brilliant, the brilliant books. There's two, two books. There's a book called Mr. John, um, written by Mel Henderson, which was basically bank, um, based on John Cobble's transcripts that he basically left in the weeks, months that he knew he would, you know, he was going to die of cancer. Um, and the Football Gentry, I think, by Brian Scovel, which again is an absolutely brilliant book about the whole Cobbold family dynasty history absolutely absolutely superb so um and it says in this book when melbourne go he actually cried it absolutely broke his heart then in the end another inspired appointment brought in bill mcgarry that basically lifted the club up lifted the club up um screaming and kicking really i think the club was in a really low ebb then got us promoted back into the football league in 67 68 um and then 68, 69, thought he'd gone as far as he could with Ipswich, joined Wolves, and then the absolutely inspired appointment of, of Robson. Well, I say the inspired appointment of Robson, who wasn't his first choice. Um, I think the job was offered to Billy Bingham and Franco Farrell, I believe, prior to Bobby Robson even coming on the scene and saw something in Bobby Robson, may have even been almost a last resort, and um, offered him the job. And, you know, this is, you know, to me, John Cobbled and the Cobbled as a whole, you know, Robson says it was just like working for no one, no one else. You know, that, that, you know, that whole, I call it the Corinthians, you know, that whole Corinthian spirit and, you know, the famous, I think a journalist once asked him, you know, so, you know, John, you know, what happens, you know, um, you know, what happens when you win a game? So, you know, we open a bottle of champagne. Well, okay. What happens when you lose? Well, we open two bottles. That was very much, that was very much their philosophy their philosophy with the club and yeah really you know really very again I can um I can sort of yeah pretty much remember this he I think he relinquished I think he was ill for a long time died again died at a young age 56 um liked to drink like liked to drink particularly um he um and basically due to ill health I'll drink to that Dave yeah well absolutely um because of ill health gave over the chairmanship to his brother Patrick in 19 1976 and he died in um he died in 1983 Patrick Cobble took over in 76 and was chairman for the you know the great so the, the great the great part of the Robson era being the FA Cup final and the um you know and and the UEFA Cup final and did, yeah, he keep just, up, did he keep up the traditions in the boardroom then Dave I think he did. There's I mean, stories abound in the boardroom, and he's he's their mother, um, Lady Blanche Cobbold, who's the who was a real you know matriarch and and um, uh, uh, president of the club, president of the club for thirty seasons, I believe. And again, famous famously aged about eighty. Cup final day against Arsenal in the in the Royal Box was asked if she wanted to meet Margaret Thatcher, and famously said, "I." Oh no, not really. I'd prefer a large gin and tonic. I mean, that was very much. That's just how it, you know, how it all goes. And then there's stories about the, the stories about both of them just absolutely abound. It's absolutely tremendous. There was one story I think where he had to um, Ipswich were um, the youth league at the time was the South East Counties League, and you know the town used to play um, a bit like the football combination, the reserves back in the old days. So you know you played the the cream of clubs in the south, so Spurs, Arsenal, Chelsea, West Ham. Tottenham you know all these all these you know you know really well established clubs you know big big clubs with um you know 
attracting the you know the cream of the youngsters and you know Ipswich used to go up against you know under Robson Ipswich used to go up against these clubs and invariably win and he was chairman apparently of the South East Counties League and they had the the, the you know the presentation dinner at the I don't know the Grosvenor Hotel in London and um, Robson says in one of his I think I've read it in two of his books actually that John Cobble gets up to do his speech and is so pissed he just falls under the table and they have to carry him physically carry him out. And he said it just got the biggest round of applause and cheers ever to any after dinner any after dinner speech. And that was very much the that was very much their you know very much their way. And there's stories about you know journalists used to love coming to Ipswich from London. As one guy said, I never used to really when I knew I was coming to Ipswich. I always told my wife, look, um, don't don't meet me at the station. I'll be on the last train and I'll just get a cab home if I make it home. And it was very much you know it's very much like that. And yeah yeah. Um, both really died young, and Patrick Cobble went again reasonably, reasonably young. I think about early, early nineties, early nineties, I think. Um, and then, of course, that sort of dynasty was passed to, obviously, to David, to David Sheepshanks. Then, um, and I know um, uh, Philip Hope Cobble remained, remained as um, remained on the board until ninety-seven, when obviously the Marcus, I'm sorry, two thousand and seven, when obviously the Marcus Evans deal was the Marcus Evans deal was done, and. Yeah, it's still retain the link because he was retained as a patron of the club up until his death last week. Yeah, and um, we've seen tweets from um, Matt Holland and Jim Magilton who've been on the show that he was he was definitely still around, Dave. And um, uh, my well, it's kind of personal, but my mother and father had been to uh, my mother's suffering with dementia and um, had been to they have a do there. Um, at the club in the I don't know even what it's called now the Galleria restaurant the yeah. one that the one that Joe sits yeah. in well, and um, he would hold court and obviously really? my 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 father being a great football fan you know would have long conversations um, with him and with him at these dudes for the sort of dementia society or something um, that... I, you know I I phoned my dad today to ask and obviously he's kind of you know it's a yeah. it's a it's a emotional subject for us yeah. but. Um, yeah, he 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 said that he'd um he he'd spoken with him at a, a couple of these um occasions. So yeah, um and what what is the what what is just to summarise, Dave, the the, the Cobbold's um legacy really really. Do you know what I up. think? It's be, it's best summed up, and it's a really well known story. Really, it's a really well known story in the fact that Robson uh, Bobby Robson, obviously, as I said, he was appointed. Um, Almost and honestly, Bernie, you, you read about it. It was almost like default because there was no. They really had no one else to turn to. I mean, it was just fate, really. Struggled. I mean, okay, Ipswich trying to establish, you know, trying to establish themselves in in Division One in the top division at the time after promotion a couple of seasons before. You know, struggled. I think just avoided reg- relegation. Certainly, two of the seasons Robson was in charge, and the famous game and the turning point, as it is well documented, was a League Cup game in September 1971. Um, Man United just on the cusp of, you know, George Best just about to go off the rails if he hadn't already, but still the, the Holy Trinity best, Lord Charlton, two or three years up after they won the European Cup. Absolutely got destroyed on the night by George Best. He was just on it, absolutely imperious, lost 3 1. And then we, we hadn't had a very good start to the season. This was a sort of League Cup, League Cup tie. Fans calling for his head, you know, calling for sacking, sacking of Bobby Robson. Robson had already been sacked um, by Fulham. Famously went home and said to his wife, "Look, um, you know, I've been called summoned to a board, summoned to a board meeting tomorrow morning. 
pack your bags. I fear the worst. I think I'm going to be sacked. And this was brilliant. Turns up at the board meeting, sits down in his chair, very nervous. And John Cobble gets up. And the first thing he said was, I'd just like to record our, um, our apologies at the fans' behaviour towards you last night. You are our manager. Um, and um, I promptly gave him um, authorised, I don't know, 70, 60, 70,000 pounds to go and buy Alan Hunter from Blackburn Rovers. And that was pretty much the turning point of the whole of the whole era, really. And the rest is the rest, the rest, is, the rest is, is history, and, and, is and the legacy, Ben. Probably without the, you know, without the Cobble family. And I know, um, I read again, read somewhere else. You know, Ivan Cobble, you know, the the chairman during the war years, basically kept the club afloat. You know, the club obviously no football kept the club afloat with a you know donation of you know a sizable sum at the sum at the time, which I think. Equating today would probably be I don't know half a million pounds, maybe more than that. I'm I'm, I'm not entirely sure, but really without the Cobbold family, the club sounds a bit awful where the club is at the moment. But the club wouldn't be the club that it is and have the history that it that it that it that it has had. It just wouldn't have that. It just wouldn't wouldn't be totally different. And to be also so well, I think Ben so well liked throughout the football, you know, the, the football world by okay back in a certain that the certain era, but yeah, that's still. I think that still carries on. You know, that still carries on to this. That still carries on to this day. So Philip Hope Cobbold, who died um, this past week at the age of seventy-six, the last, mm. the last link to the Cobbold family, and um, really, as Dave says, um, Ipswich Town as it was then. Uh, we all hope that there can be a new uh, <laughs> dynasty, or that the current dynasty. Um, you know, carries some of the stories going forward there, but um, certainly a very important um, person from the most important family in um, Ipswich Town history, Dave. No, oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. And yeah, we, we, you know, their, their, their money came from obviously the, the Tolly Mash, the Tolly, the, you know, the Tolly Cobble Brewery, which I didn't really appreciate. Again, you do doing a little bit of research about this. They show, they sold out back in the seventies. I mean, I knew they'd sold it, sold it out to a, a shipping line, obviously pension fund, I should imagine, um, sold it out to Element shipping line back in the, you know, back in the seventies. I didn't, didn't realize that. And it's, that's, that's kind of sad. Cause you know, you had the Tolly Cobble Brewery, at, you know, at Cliff Key and the brewery tap and, you know, you, you, funny enough i cycled past there not so long back and it's yeah all a bit dilapidated now and you know bit of a sorry you know bit of a bit of a sorry sight now but um yeah we'll always be you know we'll always be a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. 
for about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, part of the bedrock of bedrock of the football club. And just before we go, I touched on if anyone gets the opportunity, this is an absolute Mr. John by Mel Henderson, which I'll up a bit higher, Dave. Sorry, yeah. Was I said, okay. which was a book. Um just before saying the months year, months before he died, he 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 um he left his memoirs on um tape, on you know, cassette tape which um, I think he, he passed on to Mel Henderson, look, when he goes, uh, yeah, when I go, please, you know, do something with this. And a really good, you know, how he is holding great affection, a really good um, forward in that book by, um, by Alan Hunter, who, you know, him and, him and certainly him and, him and Mr. John, as he calls him, were, um, were you know, absolute soulmates. And the other one is absolute superb book, which is the, the, the football gentry about the cobbled, about Patrick, John and Patrick Cobbold by um you know Brian Scovel, the um the football journalist. Absolutely yeah, just absolutely superb. Wonderful um, stuff. So yeah. um and that is our um tribute to Philip Hope Cobbold, um the last of the Cobbold dynasty um who died this past week. Um Dave, thank you for that. Um oh, hopefully um hopefully some listeners will um We'll have learned something or relate, there, or, we'll certainly relate to it or, hopefully yeah and we'll as, relate to it as um, you said hopefully some similar times ahead yeah um <laughs> speaking of which uh efl meetings are abound we're assuming that we'll get a, a yeah, date for, for a restart any, any i mean you're all over it any what's the latest any anything the latest is they've delayed the latest meeting for another week so we're gonna get into all of that nonsense uh, yeah. obviously david depends just so much on um ca- can they start with the threat of you know fans not being there or another <laughs> lockdown and having to stop and you know uh we've seen oh, okay w- wigan's administration doesn't really seem to be covid linked it just seems to be some absolutely mental behavior by <laughs> by the owners allegedly um but i don't think they've got any money to sue us anyway so i mean and also uh, should we should we just give a quick mention to um to our neighbors up the road for their um quite um spectacular fall out of um fall out of the top division this year it's a difficult one isn't it dave so norwich uh, the record fifth relegation um in the premier league era um i don't want to say too much in no, case they score 92 points and win the championship again next they probably, season and then just, it's, establish it's, it's themselves the as a premier league what club staggered me years. what staggered me and i didn't fully appreciate it did they say and I'm, you you would know this but on this the game against west ham nine of the players that started that game played the last game of last season in the championship Oh, they went entirely back to their. It's to their not going to cut it. So, I mean, they just. I mean, look. If you're a fan, I, I just don't know how you feel about that. If you're a fan, I don't know. I mean, you know, they're going to have a great. They're, they're going to have a good season next year because whatever they're going to sell a Cantwell or 
a Godfrey, probably not for 50 million. No, in Norwich, it'll be 55. But do you know what I mean? They're going to sell one of those. They're going to be strong and bounce back, aren't they? It's a championship, Dave. Well, championship. yeah, Christ, is crazy, isn't it? You don't know. You take the wrong player out, you get the wrong injury. Good point. Good point. Bad little run. Um, Leeds, so, Leeds, yeah. Leeds up this year. Leeds are up. Yeah. Um, could have it done by could have it done by Thursday. Then, then who? Then who? Um, well, either West Brom or Brentford. Oh, to be back in the championship. Hey, yeah, hey Dave. Um, yeah. We must say Great. thank you really quickly. You can now support the podcast via the Acast supporter facility. And there was another couple of donations on there. So we um, thank those people there. Um, if you just go on your Acast yeah. app, hit support. Um, you're under no obligation to um, give us any of your money. Um, if you do, we will be very, very grateful. None of us are trying to make any kind of a living out of this. It's a, it's a fun, um, it's a fun podcast that we do, but we can buy equipment, headsets. Um, we can fund the season ticket that we have between us uh, for the pod with it as well. And um, if you have listened or watched over the past five years and you feel that you might want to donate something, that's where the money will go. Or maybe um, help us to hire a room or sound guy for another live yeah. show uh, next year. So um, if you just go into the Acast app and all the links are there on our Twitter as well, um, we'll be really, really grateful if you um, if you can use that supporter feature on Acast. So, Dave, no idea what the plan is. We don't know when the football will be back. Normally, we have a lovely, we have a lovely three-month break. Dude, but we try to keep, try to keep things ticking over. Um, so uh, we may be back on before the season um, starts, or we may be back for the season previews. But um, yes, I'm, I'm sure people will will be um, will be glad to have heard your voice and uh, the tribute to Philip Hope Cobble there, Dave. Yeah, thanks, mate. No, enjoyed that. Thanks for um, yeah, thanks for the opportunity. I thought I thought it had to be. It was something that had to be marked. I thought. No problem. Um, as ever, please follow us uh, at Blue Monday ITFC on Twitter. I'm sure you already have. Um, subscribe, obviously, via Acast and um, help us out as well on YouTube as well. Subscribe there. Um, we're gonna try and um, up the ante a little bit um, with the um, show next season so uh youtube will be will be the will be the place there and we, we might be able to create some more interactivity um certainly over there and and on twitter in there in the coming months um dave um, have you got anything amusing or witty to say well, i'm not sure i'm not i'm not not really sure i have really um yeah I, 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 i'm just talking about you know the football now and i, I must admit you know listening to you know watching the um you know, watching the football behind closed doors, particularly the Premier football, very sterile. I'm finding it. I'm finding it hard. I'm really finding it hard to watch. I've enjoyed watching the chat. I've enjoyed watching the Championship a lot more, as you would a lot more, yeah, a lot more absolutely. cut and thrust. And but uh, no, um, I, I think yeah. So sort of be careful. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah, be careful what you grab. <laughs> <laughs>
It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.